As we get a little bit further on into the year, I'll be introducing uh, some ideas. I've already uh, brought this up with the elders, and uh, they approve generally of, of these ideas. I'll try not to bring any surprises. <laughs> but uh, I'd like for us to begin to communicate more with the missionaries on a personal level. Uh, just like we have cards back there for newcomers and uh, cards that we sign for the shut-in and sick and so on. Something along that line that can uh, be a personal uh, note. It doesn't have to be but just very few words, whatever, but to send to the missionaries that, that we have support. So more about that as, as we get on into the year. Um, let me, I, I, not long ago, I don't remember exactly how many years, a few years ago, I did a presentation uh, on sojourning that, that we're involved in. I had a PowerPoint uh, on that. I won't do that tonight, uh, but just in brief, uh, sojourning is a uh, ministry of the Burleson Church of Christ in Burleson, Texas. And we have a large camp uh, in Marshall, Texas, where once a year uh, we come together for two weeks of uh, encouragement and uh, making assignments or so selecting assignments. The sojourns, where we want to go for the following year. And that's in October of every year. And, uh, we're about 300 strong nationwide. Usually there will be about, uh, what, 150 or so at the workshop, and we have another workshop down in Florida in February uh, for those on this side. Uh, but this is really a ministry for encouragement. I mentioned this morning what uh, David and Kelly are doing in Georgia. They're, they are there expressly to encourage small congregation up there. Uh, I know uh, the Fullers are familiar with some of those small congregations in North uh, Georgia, uh, but that's what they were doing. Uh, I think David spoke, of course, but it was uh, uh, intended to be encouragement, and that's what sojourners do. Uh, we are self-supporting. We go uh, at no expense to the uh, congregation or a children's home or a Bible camp that requests our assistance. We go and we set up, we support ourselves, and we encourage. Uh, sometimes that encouragement is by way of uh, going out, knocking on doors, setting up Bible studies. That's mainly what Kay and I have been involved in in the 10 years that we've been in it. Uh, but other sources of encouragement has to do with physical labor. Uh, nailing nails, sawing boards, uh, working those who are mechanically inclined, working on uh, machinery or uh, equipment, lawnmowers and that kind of thing. For Bible camps, I know every year uh, there's a sojourn down here at Maywood where a lot of our kids go. Every year when the kids get there, it's ready for them and that's because sojourners has been there for two to three weeks prior getting it all ready. So that's some of the things that we do. It is for retired people with RVs. In fact, you gotta have an RV to be accepted because the whole idea is to be self-supporting. And so uh, we call it travel with a purpose. And if you're interested in doing something in your retirement years, 
Uh, think about sojourning. And we, Kay and I, would be glad to talk to you more about it. But it's, it's very satisfying. We do a lot of good. Uh, we are under the oversight of the elders at Burleson. They set all of the policies and everything. They're the ones that told us that us guys can't get on roofs anymore, uh, like we're old people or something. But all to say is that this is a ministry under the oversight of an eldership, and they've been uh, overseeing this work now for several years. It's a good thing. And it's not a fit for everybody, but it might be a fit for some of you here. I know some of you uh, have expressed some interest in it, but anyway, feel free to talk to us anytime. We will, Lord willing, be going next week to Fried Hardman for the lectureships. We have a, an exhibit that we uh, put up. There are several of them at all of the different lectureships in the Brotherhood uh, and all of that. And so that's where we will be next Sunday and uh, next week. Uh, we will be helping with the exhibit there of Sojourners. And when we come home, we'll be here for two weeks, and we'll be for two weeks in Florence at the uh, uh, children's home there that we help support and uh, working with that work. And then two days after that, we will be in East Aboga, Alabama. You know where East Aboga is? It is... Uh, on just off of I-20 after you go through Birmingham on the way to Atlanta. It's a place called o, uh, Rainbow Omega. It's a brotherhood uh, uh, service that uh, helps with, how would you say it, challenged adults, adults with uh, challenges, uh, mental, otherwise. And they have a farm there. One of their big things is producing poinsettias. And so we help in the greenhouses there with all that needs to be done in the cultivation of that. And then later on, getting closer to Christmas, uh, there's another group of sojourners that will go and distribute those poinsettias. Uh, they're sold, it's part of the support of the institution. And uh, you probably know if you're in a, work in the courthouse around here somewhere, I know the courthouse in Athens where our daughter-in-law works, uh, they buy poinsettias from Rainbow Omega. And so all of the poinsettias there are, are from that. That's, uh, again, what, what we do as sojourners. Okay, let me finish up by doing a brief, uh, do I need to push something to get it started? Okay. Let me see if I can work this thing. There's a black button there with a arrow pointing to the right. That's got to be advanced. The Sixth Car Bible School. May have to get you to. Okay, go ahead and advance, please. This is the Sixth Car Bible School. Uh, Whoa, slow down. <laughs> I ain't there yet. <laughs> but Sictifcar uh, Bible School has been around since uh, 1994. And uh, it's under the oversight, uh, 
I've got to get used to this. Okay, advance it. These are some of the couples that uh, met while they were in the Six Car Bible School. Some of the men I taught as students, some of the women Kay taught in the women's program. They met, they married, they have families. We are now having third generation Christians in the Six Car uh, Church of Christ. Next slide. This is the home of the Six of Car Bible School. It is the building of the Six of Car Church of Christ. And uh, the Six of Car Bible School pretty much occupies the second floor of this building. Okay, the next one. This is, this is the eldership of the West Main Church of Christ in Tupelo, Mississippi. They are the ones that underwrite and uh, serve as the overseeing congregation for the City of Car Bible School. They are the ones that established it. And so uh, that got started in 1994. Uh, and so this is uh, 2024. So what does that make it, 30 years? 30 years old or a little bit more than that. But anyway, here are the elders of the West Main Church of Christ. Okay, next one. Our mission, and you're going to have to see that uh, because I can't anymore, but really it's threefold. We are there, of course, to train for leadership and for evangelists. We are there to help uh, mature Christians and grounding them in the faith, and we are there to uh, perpetuate leadership. That has always been our mission and it continues to be. Next slide. Uh, this is our staff. Uh, these four people, uh, Paul Mihalov is the uh, mini school coordinator, and I'll tell more about the mini school here in a little bit. Uh, Svetlana Baranovna is the coordinator for the women's program in Maxime Ivashov is uh, the coordinator for the distance learning program. Next slide. So this is Paul, the uh, coordinator for the mini school and his family. They've got one more child, I believe, since this picture was made. So they have two children. Next slide. And this is Maxime, the coordinator for the distance learning program and his family. And they now have one more. No. They, they now have three, so uh, I can't keep up with them. Next slide. This is Svetlana Baranovna. She has uh, been with the school for many, many years. She's a single young lady and uh, an excellent. She can outspeak English with the best of you, including you teachers. But she is uh, the co uh, uh, coordinator for the women's program. Next slide. Okay, we're going to be talking about uh, how the Sixth Car Bible School serves the Russian church. We do it through different avenues. Next slide. Let me get over here under this thing. Maybe I can see it. Uh, the four-year distance learning program, it's been going on since uh, 2011. It's a four-year program, and it is our most intense uh, source of training. 
It is 32 courses over a four-year period, in-depth Bible study. Uh, next slide. It is, and the other uh, avenue that we use is what we call the uh, virtual mini school. And then next slide. Also, we have uh, interactive school websites and more about that in just a little bit. Next slide. Okay, let's talk about the four-year distance learning program. Next slide. Uh, for over 14 years now, the uh, program uh, has been in existence and we have consistently throughout this time period to the present had anywhere from 20 to 80 students at any given time. Next slide. Uh, the COVID pandemic touched Russia as well as everywhere else and then now there is the war uh, with Ukraine and that has affected our enrollment. But nevertheless, I think in my last uh, communication with Maxine, uh, we have about 30 students taking the distance learning uh, program. Uh, not everybody finishes. It's, it's a 32 course, four year program, and some do go all the way through and get the certificate. But many others are at various stages in their study. And uh, it is a program self-teaching type of uh, course. Uh, it's where they take the, the book and it can either be in hard copy or sent to them via email or now with our new websites, it, it is interactive from a, a website. But uh, anyway, it is self-teaching. You take it, you go through it. Maybe some of you know what, uh, uh, what is the correct term for this. Uh, it's where you, t the, the material is the teacher itself. You go through the modules, you read the text, you take the little short test there, and then you turn the page and you immediately get the answers and see where you've missed and the ones that you got right, and you continue on that way. The uh, tests are sent in, they are graded by Maxime. Next slide. Uh, courses are now, as I said, available on the uh, internet uh, from the website, and I'll talk more about the website in a little bit. Next slide, please. Let me talk now about the uh, SBS virtual mini school. Uh, this was this is somewhat of a new thing. Next slide. Uh, back when. Uh, in 2019 was the last uh, campus-based program for the Citricar Bible School where students would come for two years to our campus and stay there as full-time students. More and more as we approach 2019, uh, as well as other schools like ours in Russia, uh, it just began to be less and less uh, students to come who are able to come or are willing to come and devote two years away from work, away from family, away from home congregation to study. Until finally it just became practical. We've got to stop the campus-based program and go another route. 
And so what we decided was we would go with the uh, uh, mini school. And at first, this was designed to uh, be, as it says, a mini school, not a full-time school like we had been having with the campus program. But about five times a year, in various locations in the country, we would have a two-week concentrated course uh, for preachers and teachers, evangelists, and American teachers would travel over and they would go to these different places and uh, teach these concentrated two-week Bible courses. Well, then the war came along. Before we could get this really off the ground and going, the war came along and we can't travel there anymore. Americans can't, or at least it's not wise to travel there, so we don't. So we had to shift gears again and we decided to do the virtual route with the technology that we have now. Even when we, uh, we had the campus program, uh, sometimes when uh, one of my teachers had to drop out at the 11th hour, I would fill in and, and teach the course. And that was too short of a notice for me to actually go over there for two to three weeks. And so we started, how many of you are familiar with Skype? I know many of you are familiar with Zoom. So this platform is what we used and I would teach virtually uh, the students there in the classroom. So the same principle here, instead of our teachers going over to different locations uh, in the country for these two week concentrated courses, we're going to do it via Zoom. And that is where uh, you get students signed up various places throughout Russia, and you have a translator and you have an American teacher here ready to teach, and all of you log on to Zoom at the appointed time, and uh, there's your classroom. This got started last week, Monday of last week. I'm teaching the first course on studies in John, and uh, we have 26 that have signed up for the course. And when we actually uh, uh, start the class, there are about 15 present. And you see the students there at various places, they're all there on the screen, and they see you, and you talk and you speak in, in real time. And so it got started last week, it's two weeks, so we're halfway through, I've got this week to go through yet. But it's working beautifully, and it's, I think, the answer to prayer. Uh, next slide, please. Uh, okay, go on to the next slide. Next slide. So, as I've already mentioned, I guess I've gotten ahead of myself here. This is kind of getting me off my... Uh, next slide, please. Okay. So I've already got my teachers lined up for this year. Uh, I've talked to some of you about, about this, but uh, the curriculum is a five-year curriculum, which consists of five courses through the course of the year in uh, January, uh, March, May, uh, July, and so on, till you get to November. <laughs> and. Uh, so we've already got the ball rolling there on that next slide. Uh, 
And these courses, these two-week courses, consist of uh, six classes over the two-week period. Uh, one class on Monday, uh, one class on Wednesday, one class on Friday. And this is in the evening for them. Our brothers and sisters in Russia helped us uh, with their input on how best to meet the typical student that would respond to this kind of instruction. These are working men and women. They have families. Uh, they come home after work. They're tired. So when is the best time? And so it, decided, it was decided that in the evening, uh, their time, after they've come home from work or whatever, school, they've had time to uh, eat their supper, and now from 8 o'clock to 9.30, they sit in the virtual classroom taking this course. And uh, that seems to be working uh, very well. And it's all trying to build it around them, not our schedule. Now for us here, for teachers here teaching, uh, 8 o'clock in the evening there is 11 o'clock in the morning here. And you're in real time. And so for an American teacher to be teaching uh, in this program, it would be from 11 o'clock to 1230, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two day, uh, for two weeks. All right, next slide. Okay. Uh, I think I've already covered that. Next slide. Most courses are for both uh, men uh, and women, but there are some special uh, courses for women only and for men only. And uh, in May, we will have a course on marriage, and uh, we will have two uh, teachers teaching simultaneously uh, in different portals. Uh, but one, uh, a woman teaching the women's role in marriage, and then there is a man who will be teaching uh, the men's role in, in uh, marriage. Svetlana, that you saw here, would be translating for the woman teacher for this, and then uh, I think I've already gotten somebody uh, for this, but I can't remember now. Anyway, that's, that's how it works. Okay, next slide. Uh, for some reason, I'm having trouble reading that. Uh, yes, the classes are recorded. As I mentioned, um, we have 22 students uh, signed up for this year in, in the course. There are about 15 that are actually on the screen when class time comes. But every class is recorded. So the, those signed up but not able to be with us when the class meets, can download the, the class and uh, have it later. Next slide. Now the women's program, next slide. Uh, this is training women how to uh, teach children's Bible classes and for women. There will be courses in, uh, for women, uh, much like you have in your uh, women's Bible classes here is the same type of thing. There will be video and uh, audio uh, instructions, and it's going to be available on the mini school website. Next slide. Uh, next slide. Uh, 
We have two interactive websites right now. We were thinking that we would only have one general website, but that proved to be too overwhelming uh, with the uh, distance learning program on there and everything else. So the decision was made to create another dedicated website for the distance learning program, and then separate from that, another dedicated website for the many schools and the other aspects. All right, the next one. Uh, the distance learning website, next. The virtual mini school website, next. Also under development right now are audio courses, articles, uh, and other aspects, including a mobile app that they are working on. It's just amazing to me. You go over there and uh, when we were there back in the 90s, uh, not everybody had telephones. Everybody was on a waiting list for a landline telephone that wasn't of, of good quality. Uh, when we were in Africa, we, had, we were 160 miles from the capital city. We had to go down to the capital city uh, to make a phone call uh, back home. Now, when you go over there, everybody's got, you know what? It's just simply amazing. Everybody's got a cell phone. Uh, you go to Sierra Leone, where we were. They've got cell phones there. They've got internet there. It, it's just, like I said, I was born in the wrong century, I guess. Next one. This is the uh, homepage for the mini school website. Next slide. And this is for the distance learning program. Uh, it's something similar to this for all of the 32 courses uh, in the program. Okay, the next one. So in conclusion, I use these scriptures here to kind of sum up uh, all of what I've been trying to uh, convey. Uh, the one in Philippians, I thank my God for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. Paul writing to the Philippian church, and it's my sentiment in case as well. Uh, we consider this a partnership. Uh, there are two, two sides, those who go, those who stay, and it's all uh, necessary. And then the one in 2 Corinthians. Paul expressed himself as, as he's going around working with different congregations, establishing congregations. What comes upon me daily is my deep concern for all the churches. And certainly that's uh, our sentiment as well. So we want to thank you for uh, being with us. You see at the bottom here this quote from Paul Mihalov. He's the coordinator that you saw earlier, uh, way back in, uh, what is that, uh, 2016, uh, he, he made this statement. He said, when you are reporting to all of the churches and individuals that, that support us here in this work, please tell them thank you for not giving up on Russia. Been through a lot, and uh, you haven't given up. And thank God, uh, practically all of our support base for this work 
have stayed the course with us and have not given up. Next slide. So we want to thank you for your vision, your support, and commitment to the Sickness Car Bible School. Uh, I could uh, spend a lot more time talking about it, but our time is up. If you have questions uh, or anything, please uh, come to me and be glad to try to answer them for you. But you are a part of this. You're part of Elijah's work in India, part of Daniel's work in Tanzania, part of uh, the Glovers in uh, Zimbabwe, all of which we have a part in. And so I'm looking forward to uh, getting this uh, program uh, underway a little bit later on in the year of communication. I want us to start communicating in a personal way with all of these uh, that, that we have support. So in sort of a scatterbrained uh, fashion, I'm, I'm hoping that the presentation tonight has been beneficial, that it has helped you understand a little bit better about what we uh, are a part of here. Uh, we're about to sing the invitation song, and what the invitation song is about is giving an opportunity for any who need to come before this congregation to confess sins and ask for forgiveness uh, and go to, uh, to God in prayer, and for any who are not Christians. If you have been attending here any length of time, uh, I think surely you know what the Lord requires for your obedience. If you are subject to the invitation tonight, we encourage you to come now as we stand and sing. <laughs> 